Welcome to Dice and Dreary. Last time, the party began their trip back down from the Spires, having just defeated the Crystal Heart. Using the teleporting fire in the brazier room, they arrived coffin-side to none other than Strahd von Zarovich. Uh, you made your way down to uh, destroy the coffin as part of your your pre-planning to uh, to catch Strahd kind of unaware, so that when you do finally slay him, he has nowhere to to retreat to. And very important part of the plan. <laughs> I, yeah. I was totally outvoted on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and at the uh, at the brazier room, you cast one of the the stones into the fire, and touching the fire brought you here to Strahd's tomb. Uh, there are black marble steps behind you that uh, descend from the the dark tomb beyond, and there's a closed portcullis uh, down at the top of those steps. And where all of you are standing is on this dirt, dirt floor, with uh, the earth has been freshly turned in many places. And in the center of this room is a shining black coffin of finely waxed wood. And the, the coffin has these brilliant brass fittings on it, highly polished, and the lid is closed. And as you were standing here, uh, along with your giant badger, uh, deciding you know, how you were going to uh, go about this, the earth to the east began to stir as uh, arms broke through the soil. And emerging were three women who uh, climbed began climbing out of the dirt. And that's uh, kind of where we're going to pick up. I think we're probably just going to jump right into initiative uh, unless there's any any kind of uh, retcon or, you know, free action you wanted to make before so we get started not, here. They're not in coffins. They're just in the dirt and they crawled yeah, out they of Yeah, they climbed that? out look, of the dirt. Look, we know how Straw treats his women. We've seen it. It's not good. Apparently, these have to sleep in the dirt. Ah, there they are. Um, <laughs> it just doesn't sound that comfortable. No. And it, it, we've seen many coffins in this building. I mean, come on, you can spare one, right? Why does one get a mask? Dang. But the other two are jealous. Um. Why? Could, uh... Why are there four in the in the in the picture that you're showing us? You guys Who's didn't Escher? Meet, you guys didn't meet Escher. Didn't we kill him? Did we kill Escher? Before <laughs> I we believe you did. <laughs> <laughs> I believe oh, it yeah, was. That's the, that's the one that we were joking. He probably has his whole backstory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now we know. That's great. Um, yeah. You, you, you <laughs> swooped in. You, you killed Escher before he could even say anything. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and you were right. You nailed it. There was a whole backstory. There's a whole whole connection. But oh, so these women are not going to be happy with that's us. the curse uh, or, of being the dungeon master. They don't need to know. 
Um, I, I do want to retcon one thing. Uh, it, and it's just actually just to tell you that you're going to need to retcon something. Because in the introduction, you said that the portcullis was down at the top of the stairs. And that's going to drive you crazy later. Oh, oh, closed at the top of the stairs. Like the portcullis it has, is shut. But yeah. the portcullis is located. Oh, I thought, at the top I thought you the... said down at the top. In. Okay, yeah, yeah. The portcullis is at the portcullis is closed at the top of the stairs. Uh, gotcha. Is, what, right, is what I meant. No fix it then posts. This is a wonderful thing about podcasting. Uh, oh yeah. So let me. Do we have time to take actions while they're crawling out of the yes, ground? Yeah. You will all get uh, one free action. Um. To uh. So we'll, we, we'll roll initiative, but you all get one free action after that. Uh, uh, one free round, everyone on your team will go. I don't know why I'm saying it so weird. <laughs> Surprise <laughs> round is the term I'm looking for. You will be, you will get a surprise round because they are crawling out of the dirt for their first action. So, uh, up first, uh, we'll be you, Esmeralda. So the scene here, uh, this, uh, this area is a flat dirt floor, uh, uneven, but, uh, easy to walk across. Uh, it's about 30 feet high vault ceilings. And to the South, you can see in the dark, there are three alcoves in the walls, but, uh, nothing located in them except more dirt and spider webs. Uh, cobwebs, uh, rather. Uh, and to your right, or, or actually to your your left there, as well as to the east, uh, are where the three brides are emerging. And uh, you get to go first. I think whatever one's closest, I'd like to bop on the head with the Saint's thigh bone. Gonna still right. try it. See if it Give works. me your attack with advantage. We'll get there. <laughs> click on the saints. I click on the saints thigh bone, yeah? Yeah. 17. I was on the... Okay. Uh, the, you strike them with that 17, but uh, uh, that is a hit. Hey. So give me your, give me your damage. Uh, and this is uh, the thigh bone... So uh, it will be that extra, I believe that extra eight is what it's doing because they are undead. So you deal six and minus eight damage. Uh, so when you strike, uh, when you strike this woman, there is this, the, the bone, there, there's this kind of wave of purple energy that, that, uh, kind of dissolves over her uh, as uh, she continues to claw her way out. Oh, that's what she's doing on her turn. Clawing her way out and Crethen, you are up. Uh, or actually, Esmeralda, anything else? I think you you kind of moved over here to attack. Uh, any Anything else on your turn? You can always move away. Um, you still have movement left. I want uh, No, I want to be right here. Okay. Uh, Crethen, your turn. All right. Um, so, 
us by their tokens. We got uh, looks like Little Red Riding Hood, um, some goth girl with a mask, princess looking girl with a, like a tiara. Looks really nice. That's the one that she got hit on the head. Hopefully, yes. Dodge missed the tiara. Uh, otherwise, Ludmilla. Big Denton. Ludmilla. Uh, who's who's Little Red Riding Hood? Uh, that is a Volenta <laughs> Popofsky. We've met a couple of these, haven't we? I don't think so. Anastasia Popofsky. Uh, and Little Red <laughs> Riding Hood uh, is Anastasia uh, Karlova. Ah, okay. All right. Well, I will I will come over here uh, to the one that is wounded and uh, igniting the sun blade on the way. And I'm going to do that every single time. You know this. <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, and, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the bonus action. So uh, I'm going to say, hold tight, Lancer. We got some vampires to kill. Huzzah! Uh, but oh, wait, you're not using from, Lance, right? Right. But yeah, so that, that was from excited. the <laughs> well, yeah, like he's in my hand. Huzzah. I just can't use him. Okay. <laughs> Uh, right, and this is so, this sword you're using. It's shedding sunlight. Is that correct? It is now. Okay, so you ignited so it. And what's whole the radius? Room on is that? a light in. Um, it is uh, fifteen feet. Fifteen feet. Okay. Uh, fifteen feet bright light. Fifteen feet dim light. Okay. And let me see. Okay, fifteen fifty, so thirty feet, really. For vampires, it just says sunlight. Like, we've been like we've been in this really dark tunnel for a while, and so like everybody's like, "Dude, come on!" No, <laughs> it's super bright. <laughs> the badger shields his eyes. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go stabby stab with the. Uh, oh, that's cool. All right. Uh, so be two attacks, 29 and 31. Um, let me see if you take. Uh, okay. Wait, right. what, what do I take? No, no, <laughs> I've, I've, I was talking. I was like addressing that to the vampire. Oh, <laughs> let me see what you take. Uh, 29 and 31 are both hits. Okay, we got to remember how to actually use this. Did I steal the inferior weapon? <laughs> I should have stolen this weapon. Okay, so I think it's the right one. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Because that's the uh, radiant against undead target. Undead that targets. That. It would yep. be yeah. the left one plus the very right one. Okay. Is yes, because right? you're using one hand. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, so 17 on the first hit. Seven of that was uh, radiant. Um, and then... Um, uh, 17 regular, another six radiant on the second one. So uh, that's math. Uh, 40? 17. Jeez. And then another Are six. Are you sure we got this from the right game? <laughs> Where did we get this sword? Holy crap. The, the one you're attacking, uh, she 
extends her arm forward and you can hear the, the jingle of these golden bands on her wrists. And there is a, uh, a, a web that shoots from her hands uh, and attaches to the roof as she pulls herself out and swings across to the other side of the, of the room, landing on the wall uh, and kind of like on all fours on the wall uh, facing down. I'm sorry. Did you just say she's Spider-Man? Yes. She Spider-Man across the room. <laughs> okay. Wasn't <laughs> expecting that, but good for her. Uh, you do get an attack of opportunity on her. And so do you as Merelda. Um, so just make a, a simple melee attack with the weapon you have in your hand. This trusty weapon that's going to come mm. through at some point. Uh, 22. 22 is a hit. Or 13 total damage. I think 13, 13 is uh, right for 16. you. 16. Why, uh, why 13? You have your proficiency bonus. Yeah. Which should be 4 plus 2. Is 6 plus your 5 for your dexterity bonus. Plus right, the yeah. 2 for the weapon. Wait, yeah. where are you getting an extra two? Where's that Isn't first a, two coming from? The sword's not a plus two? Well, yeah, but you added two twice. Four plus two plus five. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, yeah, Esmeralda, we your attack misses as she swings through the air to the other side. Um, Crethen, anything to end your turn? Um, I, I yell something like, you know, eat sunlight. And then, oh, she <laughs> swings across the room. So I wasn't expecting that. So I, I yeah, I got to end it like not like, uh, that, oh, that was surprising. Uh, Rictavio, looking flashy, jumps on top of Strahd's coffin. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm really Strahd. Ha ha. You really see <laughs> from the dead. <laughs> Fooled you all. Uh, he jumps on top of Strahd's <laughs> coffin, um, and he uh, he unsheaths his sword cane, uh, and he has, uh, I believe, he has on his person. He has a dagger that he's throwing. Uh, an eighteen is uh, is a hit. I'll give him one d six. Plus his dexterity. Three damage, a whopping three for Rictavio. <laughs> uh, but the knife does connect. Um, Good job, old man. And uh, Valenta's turn. Uh, she's spending her turn crawling out uh, of the dirt. Uh, she's almost fully out. Uh, and we have uh, Alana's turn. Alana's going to uh, take two shots at one at each of them. Uh, she gets advantage on them. So the first one is... What is there? Is a hit. And the second one is a hit. Two hits. And she does how much damage each? Eight damage each. All right. Next up is Anastasia. Uh, what does she do on her turn? Okay. Uh, she again we're, is pulling herself were up. Were we supposed to have a surprise round? 
Yeah, that's that, that's this round. They're spending their turn pulling them. Pulling oh, they're pulling themselves, themselves up. up. Okay, yeah. okay. And we're back to Sprocket. They're they're all now fully out. All right. <laughs> so now's a good time for introductions. <laughs> I say, Redatosker, defend us. The squirrel jumps off my shoulder. Will land about in the middle of all of us and gives a burst of positive energy, giving us all seven temporary hit points. Nice. 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 Okay, seven temporary hit points. Uh, what else do you do? Uh, that's it. Action and bonus. All right. Other that that leaves stand still. Esmeralda. Uh, it is your turn. You're standing uh, in bright sunlight uh, coming off of Crethen, and these uh, vampires uh, have emerged from the ground and are beginning to smoke a bit in the That's light. That's why I missed the hit the last time. <laughs> it was too bright. Crethen's fault. <laughs> um, now that my eyes have adjusted, I want to use the thighbone again. Okay. Let's see. Who is closest? The lady... With the mask? Is that who is nearby? Uh, yes. That is who is nearby. Let's go for that. All right. What did you roll? A 13 is a miss. And your second attack? They click this again. Yeah. Yes. That oh, is yeah. a critical yeah. hit. Um, Something happened. So <laughs> let me see. Uh, on a successful... Okay. If it has 25 hit points or fewer. Yeah, so you just deal uh, deal the damage that it says. And if it has less than 25 hit points, it something else happens. But uh, click the Saint's Thigh Bone in the chat window. That'll give you damage. Yeah. And because it is critical, it's doing... Both of those, isn't it? 2d6. Yeah, because you roll it twice because it's critical damage. <laughs> Holy cow. <clears throat> the other thing. Are you thing, doing the uh, math? I am, yes. Minus eight. <laughs> Minus five. Minus six. Minus 11. Uh, the purple energy again dissolves over uh, this, uh, this vampire. Um, the Yowling. vampire oh, is making a sound for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to make make production easier on you. Yes, I have to. I'm giving it some flair for give, you. Give, giving it some, some flair there. <laughs> um, all right, it is. Uh, are you staying put, Esmeralda? Are you staying where you are? Yes, I will remain stationed here. All right. So it is Ludmilla's turn. She is on the wall crawling around. Um, the, uh, the start of the next turn. Uh, you dealt radiant damage. Is that correct? Um, I did. Oh, both of you did, actually. Yeah. So that that's what does it. Radiant damage stops the healing process there. Um, she is going to... Uh, Attack from up here. Uh, let's see. She is going to uh, come flying down uh, onto uh, onto Alana, uh, and she is going to uh, 
attack. Let me see whether her disadvantage. <clears throat> uh, 22 does hit, though. Uh, 7 plus 6 damage. All right. Uh, no, just 7 damage, because it's not a critical hit. So uh, Alana takes 7 damage. Um, the vampire has jumped down off the wall to her. Uh, Alana's going to have to make a... Uh, saving throw here. Uh, grapple. Escape DC 13. An 8. She has grappled. Uh, and the next attack that uh, she's going to do is a bite. Uh, so attack plus 6 uh, with advantage. Uh, so this Ludmilla bites down uh, on Alana's neck. Uh Let's see here. She takes eight piercing and five necrotic damage. Eight. Um, that d means seven of that goes away from her temporary hit points. So she takes one damage and then an extra five. Uh, and the target's hit point maximum is reduced by amount equal to the necrotic damage taken. So she's down to 70 maximum hit points. Uh, and she is going to use the rest of her action, uh, Ludmilla is, to uh, move outside of the, the, the dim light, the sunlight. Uh, and she is going to start climbing back up the walls uh, at an inhuman speed. Uh, Crethen, it is your turn. <sighs> Darn, you saw me measuring to see if I could reach her. And then you're like, and she <laughs> runs away. <laughs> uh, uh, Lana, I've been there. Um, let's move over here. And uh, all right, Lance, you ready? Huzzah, hero. Never been more ready. I'm going to uh, attack the one with the cool mask and the horns. All right. <laughs> if we had found these people before the bone room, the first thing I would have been asking is, is, uh, is she wearing a dragon skull? <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to start. Um, we're going to start attacking with the sunblade and Lance. All right. Give me your attacks. 21. So all three eight. of those hit. Okay. So the Sunblade is 13 plus 8. Okay, Lance hold on. Is Stop there. 13 plus 8. And then 9. So that's 30, right? Don't okay. actually don't actually go by what I'm saying. I'm not good at that. Thirteen. Then, it's doing the math for me. I'm, I'm, I got a calculator oh, okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the, se the second and one is 11. eleven. Eleven plus five. Okay. Hold on there. And then five. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the third damage. That was the eleven plus five. Oh, that was the eleven. So oh, I, got, be... I missed the nine. Oh, okay. So forty-six. All right. Just before the last strike hits, she disappears. And your sword just swings through, uh, swings through nothing. 
Well, you killed her. Good job. <laughs> Yay! And that's the end of that. <laughs> uh, is that the end of your turn, Crethen? Yeah. Uh, Rictavio is, uh, let's see here. He's going to, uh, he's going to cast Cure Wounds on, uh, Alana. She gains six hit points back. Uh, and he's going to stay on top of this coffin here. Uh, he can't. He's an old old man. He can't do much damage, but he has some spells. He's gonna he's gonna be working on support and keeping you guys alive. That, that's uh, what he's gonna claim later. <laughs> <laughs> when when we go when we go, uh, nice dagger there. And he's like, oh, it's keeping you alive. <laughs> Merely <laughs> keeping you alive. Um, there is this swirling wind. Uh, it's a gentle breeze. It's not anything that's blowing you over or anything, but it, it it's enough to, to kick up a little bit of the dirt. Uh, and from inside one of the alcoves, uh, in the, the, uh, the centermost one, uh, there's a shuffle and there is this, this shimmer of a, a shadow that, uh, that, uh, uh, moves out from the from the alcove in the back, but after that, nothing. This is an alcove in the back. Alcove to the south, yes. That's we haven't examined yet. Uh, you saw it. Might be um, that. It's, it's only a couple feet away. It was empty. Yeah, it might okay, be that one. So they're not going to the a coffin in there to regenerate or whatever. You're not sure what's under there. Okay. Uh, for some reason, it's not. I'm gonna have to do the do the math in my head <laughs> for for this one. I'm I'm just writing it down on paper. Uh, roll twenty has failed me. Um, Alana's turn. Um, we would still accept a a, um, a sponsorship though. Roll twenty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Roll twenty. <laughs> we'll we'll cut that part out. Or in fact, you know, <laughs> well, that'll be like a new marketing scheme there. We're going to badmouth roll 20 until you start to pay us. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and for, that always works. <laughs> for the correct amount, we'll claim we switched to D&D Beyond and they were failing us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for an even more correct amount, amount, we'll switch to Fantasy Grounds. We'll do them all. <laughs> Every product has, has the potential to fail us. Um, Alana's turn. Uh, She's kind of staggering back. She's got some blood dripping down uh, her neck. uh, And she's going to uh, take her shots at uh, Ludmilla, who is uh, climbing the walls. And that is a miss and a critical hit. So what does she deal? Um, She deals 1d8 plus 4. So 2d8 plus 4. 10. Uh, one of the arrows strikes, uh, uh, strikes and almost knocks Ludmilla off uh, of the wall, but she continues to climb higher uh, up into the the dark corners of the ceiling above. Anastasia finally emerges. She is wearing all red, uh, and her dress uh, looks the older and more. 
uh, more decayed than all the rest. Uh, and as she uh, she gets out, uh, seeing Crethen right there, standing in front of her, she is going to make her attacks uh, right now. Does a 15 hit you, Crethen? <coughs> no. All right. How about a 24? Probably. Well, you take eight, you're going to take eight damage from slashing as uh, these claws just grip your neck uh, and she pulls you in close. Give me a uh, give me a strength saving throw to break free of her grapple. Eighteen. Eighteen is enough to, to break her grip and she just leaves scratches, uh, deep gouges on, on your neck uh, that begin to bleed uh, and she immediately turns into a crimson mist uh, and moves, uh, kind of lunges towards you. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. And it's going to be versus hers. That's a 13 is the score to be. 15. 15. She remains this crimson mist hanging, uh, hanging in the area around you, uh, but uh, isn't able to... to attack you at all. Sprocket. How high up on the wall is that one? Uh, she's 30 feet up. You have 60 feet dark vision, right? So you can see her just fine. She's she's climbed up to the, the corner uh, of, the, of the wall. Alright, so I'm going to command the badger to go assist Crethen. Alright. So it will move down like... Right there. Oh, sorry, I moved them for uh, you. But. Yeah, one more. So it's right next to the other vampire. Down here? Yeah, that's fine. As okay. long as uh, it can give Crethen an advantage on his next attack. Oh, yeah. It's going to yeah, it's gonna help out Crethen. And I am going to fire a firebolt at the other one. 16. A 16. That is a hit. Uh, that is... Nice. Which one are you firing at? Uh, this one. The one, oh, the one on, on the wall. wall. Yes. Okay. 16 is a hit. Oh, that, sorry. I didn't... Uh, where? That's right. I need to hit. 15. That is a <coughs> terrible roll. <laughs> what What does this look like? This firebolt so that shoots out? 2 plus 1 plus 7. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't your best. It's 3d10. <laughs> yeah. It's... Just uh, it comes out of my pistol. It's just a different round I put in. Okay, uh, so it's like it, a beam of energy almost. When it a... strikes her, she collapses and falls off the wall, falling thirty feet down to the ground. And when she strikes, she bursts into a a cloud of mist that begins to move along the ground uh, back towards the east of the uh, of of the the tomb here. Uh, I'm trying to find a symbol that denotes mist. There we go. Uh, yeah, she, <laughs> she just begins to, to move across the floor. Um, Sprocket, any any movement? Yeah, I'll jump up on the coffin to the south of Ricavio, so I'm between him and that alcove. Okay, sounds good. He's keeping us alive, so keep 
<laughs> Esmeralda. Uh, it is your does turn. Your, uh, does your thing go off again? No, I use a bonus action to command the badger. Oh, gotcha. Cool, cool. But okay. the badger will now assist you until I get yeah. another order. So, Yeah, I was going to send Berkeren up against that lady, but she fell. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Esmeralda, it's your turn. So there's, there's no physical form to attack right now. No, there mist. is a red mist that is around Crefin, uh, and there is a, f- a kind of fog that is around the feet of uh, Alana. We have stabbed mist before, as silly as it sounds. <laughs> I don't know if this is the same type. So that's, should I Swing try better. to stab at it <laughs> to see if it reacts, or should are we following to see where the mist goes? What is the plan of action? We, I'm guessing the mist might be her dead and going back to her coffin. Does it look like um, uh, the other the other types of mist? I, I, I was getting the impression that they intentionally turned into this. The uh, it looks like mist like uh, misty form or gaseous form uh, is what Ludmilla, Lud, uh, Ludmilla is. Anastrasia, the woman in red, is, it looks like the uh, vampiric mists that you fought in Valaki. Okay, yeah, and that's the mist we stand. That is okay. The, yes, so the, I can strike at that mist. Give it a it whirl. It is enveloping Crethen right now. So, oh goodness, a, a miss of uh, of this hit will uh, will hit Crethen, and, uh, and I am undead. <laughs> Not really, but Reed is undead, so I don't know how that's going to work. But go for it. I trust you. I trust you. I believe in you. Look at <laughs> my eyes. I, don't, I know I don't have eyes. I believe in you. <laughs> Wait a second. Do I used it. I have a sheet out here, the spells. I could try a spell. Because what if I miss and I hit you? I guess you do have the extra seven health. <laughs> Not anymore, but yes. Oh, you don't have, <laughs> I'm, I'm, don't have that. I'm fine. So you're only down one, aren't you? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I'm at 90 hit points. I'm okay. <laughs> okay, so I'd, I'll go ahead and attack the mist. I've been given the okay. <laughs> I up. attack the mist. Go. Is that this no sarcasm? It's a, I've gotten the thumbs up. <coughs> she missed. Clock crescent right in the head. <laughs> a, 13, a, a 13 misses, unfortunately. <laughs> And I've hit Crafton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the sword. It's too bright. I can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> sword. How much damage do oh. you do uh, oh, to Crafton? Um, sorry, Crafton. Four, five, six, seven damage, Crafton. Because as you did point out, technically you do. You are undead, uh, as opposed <laughs> as according yeah. to the curse that was put on you. Me and my big mouth. Uh, <laughs> Seven what, what is great is I just realized that because she was saying the sword is lit up. If I'm enveloped by the red mist, this whole place is turned into a disco. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's red. There's fantastic. red light dancing on the wall. It's Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> I think techno would be more fitting. <laughs> Do you have? Well, now I have, to, now I have to write special. Uh, special music for this fight. Thanks a lot. Just pull the strong myself. bad techno song. <laughs> the system. 
<laughs> the system is down. The system is down. Uh, Esmeralda, anything else on your turn after striking Crethen? You do have another attack if you'd like to use attack. it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm wobbling, but I'm still giving you this. <laughs> okay, we still need to find out if we if we are able to interact with this mist. Crethen, <laughs> <laughs> if I have the okay. Go for it. <laughs> Is Brock is free to talk sense into us at any time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he's not the best character to get advice from. <laughs> you probably know this I by have, now. I've only died twice. <laughs> he's seriously resisting the urge to drop a fireball in the middle of this room. Oh, I've been trying to measure out things to see if I could use my crossbow, but it just... Every direction it hits somebody. What's the attack? Esmeralda. Okay, okay. I was just looking up. Let's do it. Oh my oh gosh. No. <laughs> An 11. You strike him again. Uh, how much damage does he take? This is eight not the best way. What? Why are you rolling well now? No. <laughs> I don't know. 16. That's not right. <laughs> she strikes you across the face and some blood shoots out of your mouth um, and oh my God. it kind of hangs in, in the mist for a minute and you see the mist suck it up and there oh, are these gross. pulsing veins in the mist that you can see all or all around you uh, as the, the blood is, is being absorbed. Um, it is. Uh, Esmeralda, any movement? Or staying where you are? I'll stay here. Okay. Uh, the mist creeps across the ground a bit more, heading, heading east. Uh, the mist of Ludmilla. Crethen, uh, it is your turn. All right. Can, can, I, can I swing my swords in the air? Uh, <laughs> yes. And, uh, and I have a badger helping me with, yes, with so one, you I'm get guessing. A, you get advantage on this attack. All right, Lance, I'm a little groggy, so you're going to have to guide me here. All right, buddy? Let me take the wheel, hero. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sunblade. Uh, just to, yeah, so uh, 23. Uh, that's the one that had advantage. Yeah, that's definitely a hit. And then, uh, and then 28. And then 17 the sunblade again all three of those hit okay all right so <laughs> get calculator ready yes so 16 16 plus 5 plus 10 plus 13 plus 4 holy shit wait what did that come out to i, I don't know <laughs> aren't you calculating <laughs> I am, but I'm just going off of their math. 48 their points, and I'm just hitting minus right. as you read it. 48. Oh. I just go minus 16, minus 5, <laughs> minus 10, minus 13, minus 4. <laughs> and then whatever that number is, that's the hit points. Um, there is uh, this the mist uh, collapses in on itself and a few feet away uh, reforms as uh 
uh, what is her? Anastasia. Rictavio's turn. Uh, who's hurt? He's looking around. No, <laughs> nobody, nobody seems to be hurt. What? Uh, uh, he's going to. Let's see here. What is what spell can he use? <laughs> he's, he's like, no one got hit by enemies. So <laughs> I guess it's okay. Uh, he is going to use cure wounds. How many? How many hit points are you down, Grethen? Um. Now fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Take sixteen back. I mean fourteen. You're back up to max. Oh no, I was actually twenty. I was lower. Than oh. That. Anyways, okay. I'm, I'm now much higher. Yes. <clears throat> I miscounted. Uh, he, he had to he jumped down over to you to help. Um, from uh, behind you, Sprocket, uh, there's a noise. And just as you go to, uh, to turn around, you see the woman wearing a mask kind of just emerge from nothing. Uh, and she is going to attack you. Uh, where is her character sheet? Too many character sheets. She is going to attack you. Uh, does a seven <laughs> hit you? <laughs> How about a 24? 24 will. All right. Give me a strength check to escape her grit, her, uh, her clutches. DC 13. Can I make a case for acrobatics? Um, yeah. I'll let you do an acrobatics to kind of tumble out of the way. Fifteen. Fifteen is enough. Um, to tumble out of out of her grip, uh, but still take that eight damage. Uh, and let's see here. And uh, as you tumble, as you do your, your, your tumble away, you also uh, are attacked by the faintest outline of a shadow. Uh, does a 25 hit you? Yep. Oh, crap. All right. So you take uh, 10 damage, 10 piercing damage and 14 necrotic. Um, Dang. And and then your strength score is reduced by three. And this shadow, um, this shadowy guys? figure, <laughs> uh, this shadowy figure, um, you can see in you can see in the sunlight, uh, kind of. Not casting. It's a it's an odd thing. It's like a shadow, but no one's casting it. Begins to uh, begins to flee towards the edge of the of the uh, edge of the sunlight. Whoops! It begins to flee towards the edge of the sunlight and into the darkness. Uh, Sprocket, you will get a attack of opportunity on it with disadvantage, however, because it's hard to see. Okay. 14. 14 is a hit. 
Oh, wow. Great. That surprised me. That's good. That's good news. Just 10 damage. Minus 10. All right. Use magic. Strikes this shadow. Uh, and you can you can see a bit of like shadow fall off of it to the ground and dissolve. Alana, um, she's going to back up the stairs a bit Did to get say, away. You, you see some shadow fall off of it. Yeah, you see some, some shadow awesome. like drip off of it and dissolve on the ground. It's a Alana's going to shadow forming. <laughs> going to back up onto the stairs um, and she's going to take a shot at the, the woman in red uh, 12 both hit uh, and she deals how much damage on each of those <laughs> she deals cheek. <laughs> 8 damage on each of them 14 as these arrows strike her she staggers back a bit. Um, it is her turn now. Uh, she is standing in sunlight, so she begins to burn, uh, taking taking some damage, uh, and she begins to uh, swirl uh, her hands about, and there are, there is this fog that emerges from her hands that just quickly fills the room. Uh, dimming your light, Crethen, and actually making it hard to see for uh, everyone. Crethen, uh, I believe we determined you you have basically blind sight is how it works. So you right, are still yeah. able to see everything through through the fog. But everyone else, there is a thick fog uh, surrounding you. Let me <laughs> just gonna <laughs> you can get the coloring pen on <laughs> roll twenty, just scribble over everything. <laughs> Uh, it is a 20 foot. So that's going to be like, what, that? Five, ten. Uh, there's a, a, a fog that is, let's see where she places this. Right around the coffin. Um, so this fog, uh, it's, it's as it's spreading around. Uh, you find it hard. Anyone who's standing inside of it or on the edge of it is beginning to find it hard to breathe. Uh, she is then going to uh, lunge for uh, both Rictavio and Crethen. And Astrasia flies forward with her, her claws out like talons. Uh, the Rictavio is a 17. And Crethen, I don't think a 10 hits you. No. And Rictavio does get hit by those claws. Uh, he takes nine damage. And he has to make a strength saving throw to break from her grip. Ooh, and he does. Job, yeah, he breaks break from her grip uh, as, uh, as a, she remains uh, standing there. And she is going to... She's, got, she's going to kind of take a step backwards and just a disappear into the fog uh, and Crethen you can see her reappear uh, over on the far side of the room Sprocket it's your turn you're standing in this fog still on the, the coffin you were fighting Valenta the woman in the mask uh, who is still right there you can hear her but you have a trouble seeing her as the fog is getting thicker and harder to breathe 
What are you doing? First, I'm going to pop my turret. For everyone, take six temporary. I am rolling terrible for that. What is what? What is the roll? Yeah, it's one d eight plus five. Oh goodness! Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you need to do better. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> All right. right. So I'm going to say, since Sprocket is fairly intelligent with a twenty, he's going to work his way around the vampire that was in front of him to step out of the fog. Okay. And no, uh, the, no attack of opportunity because Valenta also cannot see in the, she is in yeah, the fog. And I'm staying in her threat range anyway. That's true. Yeah. And then I will firebolt her. All right. Give me your attack. She is in the fog, so it will be a disadvantage. Uh, and uh, 12 uh, is... A, hold on. Wait. Oh. Don't, don't announce it yet. I'm going to burn a luck point. All right. And make an additional roll. So oh, 22. Wow. 22 <clears throat> is definitely a hit. I won't get the critical for that, but... Definitely a hit, though. So 22 fire damage. Ouch. Uh, the, the, the dress that she's wearing begins to go up in flames, uh, making it a, a bright spot in the fog. Esmeralda. Uh, you're on the edge of this fog, and you, uh, being uh, familiar with the Vistani and, and part Vistani yourself, are familiar with the mists of Ravenloft, and you immediately recognize that this fog is not a normal fog. This, these are the mists of Ravenloft, and being inside of them uh, for any amount of time is incredibly dangerous and deadly. It is your turn. You're on the very edge of it. You know that uh, uh, Rictavio is still inside uh, of the mist there. Um, the other vampires, you are unable to see where their location is at the moment. One, you know one of them is probably in the mist. They were fighting Sprocket, but the other one has gone off to the, the other side of the uh, of the room and is on the other side of the mists from you. But I probably want to get further away from the circle of mist. Okay. So yeah. I'd move away from it. All right. And what are you doing? You still have an action. And uh, Rictavio is. Um, has he taken damage or? Not yet, but uh, he'll be starting his turn in there. Any spells you want to cast or anything? Now's the time. I, I have Cure Wound, but he's not hurt. Yeah, he's not that hurt. Um, you can take uh, the Defend action, so if an attack does come your way, it gets disadvantage. Uh, there, Or you could, you could move. Reposition yourself around. Is the fog all the way up to the ceiling? It is... No, not all the way up to the ceiling. It's like a 20-foot sphere of fog. Uh, it doesn't go all the way up to the ceiling. The ceiling's 30 feet. Um, and it I doesn't levitate, go... <laughs> do you have levitate? I do. You probably I could levitate, levitate him out of him. Yeah. 
above the fog. Then he can, if he had like a long range attack or something, he'd do something from up there, right? Let me see what uh, levitate is. He might have to. No, it's 20 actually up probably, probably a great spot for our healer. <laughs> yeah. No, this will work. You can see him. So casting levitate. Uh, let's see here. One creature or loose object of your choice you could see within range rises vertically up to 20 feet. So he'll be right on the edge of the fog and remain suspended there for the duration. Uh, the duration is 10 minutes. Uh, the spell <laughs> can levitate up to 500 pounds. Uh, so, yeah, he begins to float up. Uh, and good. you see uh, emerging from the top of the fog is... Uh, is Rictavio as <laughs> he, he comes it comes out uh, <laughs> above the fog. Rictavio going up. <laughs> um, point point of clarification. Yes. If these are the mist of Ravenloft, since she's Vistani, do will they affect her? It's a good question. You don't know. I don't think Esmeralda knows either because she's not full Vistani. Oh, see, this is things you don't know when she's kind of dodgy about her past <laughs> and such. Uh, the fog of uh, the of Ludmilla. There's a bit of a fog that spreads across the comes out from the cloud of fog uh, of the mists in the middle and right between your feet Esmeralda and then begins to seep into the ground where uh, where she emerged did I move myself away from the circle uh, yes so it's happening kind of right at your feet okay uh, Crethen it is your turn you're standing on the edge of the fog uh, you can see through it uh, and you can see there still is uh at the other at the other end you can of this room you can see Sprocket and the two other two remaining vampires. What do you do? Okay, um where was that where was that where did we last see the little shadow thingy? Uh, attacking Sprocket and then backing away towards the far wall, away out of the light is basically where everyone is headed. Like it, it was it was it over here or over here? Straight back, so the first place. Yeah, first to the place, more okay. south. More southwest. All right. Um, the, uh, the one that just fogged herself underground. Yes. Was she attacked when, when she did that, or did she just do that? Uh, she was attacked, yeah. Okay. She, she was in rough shape, very badly okay. attacked. Uh, All right. So um, I'm going to think that she's she died. She's going back to her tomb. And so we'll just dig those up in a bit. Uh, and if I'm wrong, then we're, we're screwed anyways. <laughs> um, it's like a chest. OK. Game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to move over here to kind of get away from this creepy fog. Okay. You move, and, uh, and you, you run a little bit north of it. Right. To get out of the way. And then I'm going to use my normal bow on a uh, little red riding hood in the far corner. 
Okay. Um, but as I do, um, I'm going to. Uh, darn, Sprocket, you're in the wrong spot. <laughs> okay. We're just gonna hit her. Okay. Welcome to my world. <clears throat> Every time I want a thunder wave, you're right in the way. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> 23 and 22. Uh, they both hit. For nine and nine. For nine and nine. 18 total. Uh, arrows strike her. She's still standing. Uh, kind of hunched over a bit, looking pretty rough. What are you doing, Crethen? Oh, that's it. Oh, you're done. Okay. Rictavio. Uh, looking around, he's going to throw uh, a healing spell your way, Sprocket. Uh, you get, let's see here. How many does he have left? How many points are you down? I am down 35. 35. Okay. 25. Sorry. Get 12 back. All right. He's floating above, um, above the clouds he's trying to move a bit but it's he it's controlled by you esmeralda uh so he can't is really he doing, move is he doing swimming motions yeah he's trying to like <laughs> swim uh he's right on the edge of the fog so he's have he's trying to like not get like not touch the fog at all uh it is valenta's turn she is on the edge of the fog uh but she is going to uh she is going to rush forward to the the coffin, which is directly on the opposite of you, Crethen. Uh, and as soon as she gets into the shadows of uh, that you're casting these long shadows you're casting across it, uh, she just disappears from sight. And and you see uh, the you see the the kind of movement this movement on the edge. Uh, the edge of where your light hits and you can't really see where the light uh, is hitting just because of your, your blind sight. Um, but there is kind of a, a, a strange shimmer uh, that lets you know, and, and that shimmer gets disrupted uh, from the North as this incredibly fast, transparent shadow comes lunging towards you. Um, and it is, where is Making an attack here. Does a 12 hit you? Is that me? Yes. No. How about a 19? Yes. Okay, you take 9 piercing damage uh, and 16 necrotic. And your strength reduced by 4. You rolled a four out of one D four. Yeah. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> and you can see standing, uh, standing face to face as a shimmering figure that you recall. These are the shadowy assassins that attacked, uh, uh, the Abbey. Ah, uh, and <laughs> I remember Sprocket blew up a tree and half a building to get rid of you last time. <laughs> <laughs> Alana, We're not afraid to do it again. <laughs> There's no trees here, but uh, Alana looks, and she's actually going to use her archer's eye 
on, on one of these here, which adds six to it, making 18. Okay, so uh, Alana is kind of standing right in between you and this uh, shimmery, transparent shadow, Crethen, uh, and she's aiming directly at you. Uh, and she lets an arrow fly, and before it even gets to its destination, she's knocked and let another one fly, and these two arrows are flying directly towards your face, uh, and then they just strike the transparent shadow standing between the two of you, uh, and she deals... Uh, let's see how much damage she deals to... Um, that'll be a 14. Nice. Now, are there still uh, shafts sticking out of it? Yes. Oh, nice. I'm going to try to put a little flag on one. <laughs> Anastasia, or Anastasia, uh, she turns into that red mist again uh, and lunges towards you, Sprocket. Um, does a uh, 18 hit you? Yeah, just a second. I've got to check on it. Uh, yeah, it will. That's... Even if it's... Oh, wait. No, it does not. Ooh. Because just as she attacks, a invisible force field pops up and blocks it. Blocks it. As it's I, actually... a shield. It's a... It, she envelops you with this this cloud of mist around you uh, and uh, your shield is protecting you uh, from all of it uh, it is your turn Sprocket uh, is anyone down temporary hit points yes I am okay but don't worry about that if you have something else to do well first of all I had given the badger command to assist Crethen so I'm going to assume that runs up to the shadow gives the help yes. action. Yep. And Badger staying I... with Crethen. <laughs> Crethen has no idea why, by the way. Like, uh, uh, why is this thing uh, following because, me? Right, because I haven't done anything with Berrigan because they've been because they came down to the ground before I could. Like Berrigan is just kind of hovering and playing defense, <laughs> and this Badger's like being really helpful, and Berrigan's getting jealous. Like, uh, like well, I'm supposed to be doing that, but he won't ever ask me to. It would help if you just asked. But it just never remembers me. And Which is I fair because will... I, I seriously don't <laughs> <laughs> remember. <laughs> so can I still firebolt Anastasia? Um, yes, you'll have disadvantage because she's like occupying the same space as you right now. Uh, OK, yeah, I'll do it. Well, actually, and it will run the same risk, just half damage. I've harder to hurt yourself, but if you do miss, you will, like, take some fire damage. <laughs> Why are you firebolting yourself? <laughs> uh, hold on. How long does shield last? Is it the, the end of my turn? I believe so. Ooh, that's a good question. Or it might be the start of your next turn. Uh, let's see. One round, so... Yeah, so the yeah, start it, of your next turn. In that case, can I uh, move away from her a bit? Yes. And then shoot into it, and I will do that then. All right. 
I'll take two steps to the north. Uh, she will take her attack on you. Does hey, uh, a ten? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. And well, now I will fire. You can you, can you can give him two steps to the door. <laughs> He's le- you know she's enveloped him, and that is a hit. That's better. Nice. There we go. Now you're rolling well. So twenty six fire damage. Her. Crimson mist catches on fire. The the smell of, of like the metallic burning of blood uh, as it kind of falls down uh, as it in these like burning drips of blood that fall out of the mist, leaving it pale as it floats down to the ground uh, like uh, like Ludmilla and begins to uh, move across the floor slowly. So she envelops me, the shield pops up, this glowing light keeps her at bay. I immediately dive into a roll to the north, come up on my feet, fire a shot into her. And then the turret will pop for six. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did one good roll, and it was when it counted, so... That's true. (laughs) Uh, that's temporary hit points, right? Yeah. Right. So they don't stack, but, you know, if I'd rolled something decent, it would have increased everyone. Uh, are you so staying... Are uh... temporary hit point threat six? Yes. Uh, are you staying put? a little to the north more, so I have better view of what's going around on the other side of that shadow wall, or the mist wall. Uh, as you step away, there is a uh, a misty kind of ethereal arm that uh, reaches out as an attack of opportunity. Uh, does a seventeen hit you? Nope. Uh, the the arm disappears into into the ether. Esmeralda, it is your shield turn. saved me for once. <laughs> right, that was a, that was the best casting of shield ever. <laughs> uh, you see, standing on the other side of Crethen is this shimmery, shadowy figure with these two distinct arrows sticking out of it, uh, letting you know exactly where it is. Right. Okay, let's do a because um, it's kind of far away, right? Yes. Try a firebolt. All right. Do a firebolt attack. See what that does. A 20 is a hit. How much damage do you do on that one? 11. The shadow begins to drip some flaming shadow off of it. Uh, Ludmilla is uh, the mist has completely enveloped into the ground. Uh, Crethen, you're standing in front of this shadow that's smoldering and smoking, and, and the fires are, are starting to extinguish and go out that uh, Esmeralda launched at it. What do you do? All right. Uh, I'm going to assume that I had to, and I didn't say this, but um, to get my bow out, I had to probably extinguish the Sunblade. Um, so I will I'll reignite it. Give me a chance to go again <laughs> and uh and then strike forward um with it 
which would be 18 and 15. Both hit. Okay. And I... Is this thing undead? Um... Yes. Okay, so... Uh, first strike is 12 plus 6. Oh, you should say... <laughs> You have advantage on one of your attacks, too. Oh, yeah, nice. Well, let me roll that re- the first one again, just in case I crit. I did not. Okay. okay. So 12 plus 6 radiant, and then 14 plus 2 radiant. Um, this thing is dead. As you strike through it with your sword, with a sword, it just bursts into sunlight. What, uh, what does your strike look like? Um... I, I imagine that it's it's uh, it's kind of like um, like Darth Vader and Obi Wan, except I'm Darth Vader, and uh, it just swipe through it and it and it just it comes to light, but then the whole uh, his his invisible clothing just flutters the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that burst of light that happened um, right where Sprocket had moved uh, away from uh from the fog and the arm the ethereal arm attacked uh there is now a figure standing there it's valenta uh she's shielding her eyes a bit and crethen do you have the sun sword out right now yeah that's what i used the okay stabby um she burns (laughs) to death It's well, Rotavio's turn, and he you're can't really to do, do with anything. Witches, so. <laughs> and then it's her turn. She bursts into flames uh, and falls to the ground as her body burns away. It leaves behind that foggy mist that begins floating across the ground slowly to the other side. Thanks for listening to Dice and Dreary. Our players this episode were Crethen, played by Kai, Sprocket, played by Ken, Esmeralda, played by Blue Velvet, and the DM, Jeff Adam. Music by the Techno Funk Boy, and editing by Jeff Adam. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 